Hey guys, this is the Mac Reviews Podcast with your girl Mac. I do reviews of 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, and right now Black Lightning. I give honest, straightforward commentary on the shows and also look for um, positivity and lessons we can learn from the situations in the shows as well. We also ask relevant questions about these situations. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and several other podcast platforms. If you are listening on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. I appreciate it. And you can also follow me on Twitter at SS13Victory. Okay, so right now I am reviewing Season 3, Episode 14 of Black Lightning. This episode was called... Um, well, the Book of War, so it's another uh, story arc, um, chapter one, Homecoming. Um, of course, it's called Homecoming because they were able to rescue Lynn on the last episode from Markovia, and she's coming home again. This is the first time that I think the whole family has been together in a long time. I can't remember the last time we actually saw them all together and in good spirits. So the show opens up with Gamby talking to Dr. Jace. Um, forgive me, I do not recall what they were talking about. However, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, why does he believe anything coming out of her mouth? She's a liar. Uh, she's dangerous. And um, I actually was like, man, I'm sorry that they even saved her. But I understand why the ASA wanted to save her. Now that Lynn's not working with them, they need another doctor who can help them to stabilize the metas. Although uh, they don't have Tobias well, and they need some type of uh, his genetics or DNA to help stabilize the metas. Um, so Jefferson is talking to Odell and, and I don't know the girl's name, the, <laughs> the androgynous female. <laughs> um, I was going to say another word that starts with an H, but you know, there are people in the world who actually have that. So I'm not going to use it. So, um, he, he says, Hey, we, we held up our part of the bargain. You hold up yours wipe the information of everyone that was on my team from your records. And he also said, including Dr. Jace. And I said to myself, why? Why do you care? Dr. Jace, <laughs> who cares? She's a terrible human being. Like, what? But he said, including her. And then um, the girl, the, 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 he, she, the, <laughs> the, 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 the androgynous females getting irritated and mad. And, and I was like, girl, what you... <laughs> and then Odell told her to leave. And I was like, what were you going to do? <laughs> like, I was like, well, what is your Hishi behind going to do? Like, girl, please. Anyways. <laughs> and so then he brings up Gravedigger. Uh, Jefferson brings up Gravedigger to Odell. And he says, do you know who he is? And Odell says he doesn't. And I think Odell is lying, like he always does. But anyway, so Anissa is talking to, in the next scene, Anissa is talking to uh, Jen and she's trying to tell her or warn her to leave Khalil alone that you know this part of him painkiller is a killer is dangerous and um I'm I'm getting irritated with Anissa a little bit because I don't understand what where the logic is not in the sense of warning Jennifer because painkiller is dangerous but why she thinks that it, Jen would just be like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> like, this is her first love. She's a teenage girl. This is a guy that she watched them put him in the ground. She watched him suffer and die. She That's traumatic for any woman, but mainly for a teenage girl. And she loves him. She she fought to bring him back. So why would you think that she would just be like, oh, okay, no. <laughs> like, so um, 
she she can't just turn off her love for him and walk away from him just like that because you're telling her to now. At the same time, I will say I am surprised by her nonchalance. Anissa is telling her he almost killed me. Now, I don't know if she said that exactly here, but he did. He almost killed Anissa. And I don't think that Jennifer understands that he could have killed her sister. He killed, I think the boy's name was Trayvon, I don't remember, he killed him. And I just, it's like she doesn't care. Now, yes, it was painkiller, but you, she has to understand that's why Nissa sees him this way because he almost killed her. Jennifer's nonchalance when, so <laughs> she gets some information that way. Um, and when Lala comes to her, to collect or whatever money or something she's like uh, oh no baby <laughs> you ain't you ain't you ain't gonna uh play me no more because i know about that uh that suitcase that you have and she uses some type of uh code words that subdue lala because he doesn't realize he doesn't know that she used to work for the asa as well and that tobias was working for her and that she's the one who helped him to be able to subdue Lala. And so now she's got that taken care of. And she gets him to bring her the suitcase. Um, now then we see Jill Scott as... Um, oh my gosh, what is her name? The villain. They brought her back to life. Lady E. Jill Scott is such a brilliant actress. I mean... Anyways. <laughs> but she... Um, She's trying to get some information and dirt on Lala because he has, he's taking a portion of her money and, you know, she doesn't like to work for nobody. <laughs> you know, Lady E, she don't play. So she gets this information by using, you know, her brothel operation <laughs> and um, I'll get to what she does with the suitcase later. So then we see Gamby talking to Khalil and TC. TC is trying to help. Khalil uh, to make sure that painkiller is still in uh, behind the firewall and Gamby is telling Khalil like look you have PTSD you've been through a lot you need to get help you need to do something to help you not go crazy with all your painful memories you probably are going to need therapy and Khalil's like yo who's going to take me and he tells him about Perenna and I'm like yes bring her back I have been wanting them to bring Perenna back um and I really hope we get to see her again um uh, what's her name? The actress from uh, Living Single. Uh, oh my gosh, what is her name? Jamie something? Alexandra? I think her name was Alexandra. Um, okay, I don't. I, I have. I don't remember her name, but um, you all know her. She played Maxine on Living Single. She did a great job as Perenna. So I hope they do bring her back to help Khalil. I don't know if we're gonna be seeing Khalil after this episode, but I hope we do. Um, but I don't know in what capacity how. So Lynn, we get to see then, again, the Pierce family finally back together. Lynn is going through severe withdrawal symptoms, but it is great to see her in her right mind. I think for the first time in the whole season, I was saying before that I actually did not like Lynn this season. <laughs> um, and it's just great. I feel like we're seeing her in her clear, sober, lucid right mind for the first time in the whole season. And it's great. Um... A part of her withdrawal symptoms is that she's also getting angry and lashing out. But Jefferson and Nissa are being really loving and supporting. So is Jennifer. Um, she actually found some green light that she had hid. And I thought she was going to take it. And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. And um, 
But I'm so glad that when they sat down at the table, she was honest. She gave it to them and it showed that she really does want to get well and that she will. It, it gave hope. Jennifer reveals to the family that she was working with Odell. Well, she reveals to Anissa and, and Lynn. Um, and then Jefferson says he talks about the crisis on infinite earths and how he helped save the universe. And they were just like, oh, you always got to one up us. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, y'all have no questions. Like <laughs> they did like a whole big, they had no questions. <laughs> I just was like, wow, I don't know if they thought he was joking. I just, <laughs> they didn't even, they didn't pry about that at all. And I was just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, um, then we see Anissa again, talking to Grace about, um, being frustrated that Jennifer won't leave Khalil alone and how she feels he's dangerous. And she's like, I don't get it. I don't understand why she won't. And I'm like, girl, are you serious? You for real? Or are you joking? <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't get it? <laughs> like, that's her first love. That's her first boyfriend. Like, she's a teenager. She's in love with him. What do you mean? <laughs> like, she hasn't seen him as painkiller. I mean, well, she has, but she loves him. She's not just going to walk, just walk away from him that easily. Um, I do understand her apprehension of, uh, Anissa's apprehension of, of Khalil, of painkiller, really. I get that, of course. He almost killed her. But, um, I just think it's ridiculous that she is so confused <laughs> as to why Jennifer is, is not easily just walking away from Khalil. Speaking of which, so, well, I'm gonna get to what happens, of course, with Khalil, um, and painkiller. Uh, Brandon wants he still wants to kill Dr. Jace and <laughs> Jennifer convinces him not to but she says I will take you to see her he has somewhat of a conversation with her but Jen has to pull him out because you know he he's just upset uh Dr. Jace reveals to him that his father may be alive and so he wants to you know figure out where his father is and um she Jennifer convinces him to ask TC for help but then I'm like how could TC help him to find his father? I don't get it. <laughs> I guess we'll find out in the next episode. The Markovians are outside of the perimeter of Freeland. They have found the Purdy. We hadn't seen them in a long while. Well, ever since, we haven't seen them ever since Anissa went back to being Thunder. So they have killed, they're killing the Purdy, they're attacking them. So that the one girl who had the baby, I believe, the twins, she... um. She contacts Anissa, and so Anissa, Black Lightning, and Grace, who I guess is a superhero now. Okay, Grace. <laughs> um, they are, they're coming to fight and defend them. The ASA was play pretending like they were trying to defend the party, but they weren't doing anything. They were just standing there watching them get shot and acting scared. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, Black Lightning and Thunder and Grace, they're the ones that defend the, the rest of the party and help the wounded ones. Um, and that's, I believe, where the show ended. So, I did not see the preview for next week's episode. I'm gonna go watch it. Oh, wait, that's not where the show ended. Excuse me, my notes. So then we see Gamby, uh, Lady E, <laughs> comes to his tailor shop with a gun. And she wants to, um, she wants to call a truce between them. Because we see Gamby... Uh, torturing one of her twin bodyguards and at first I'm like wait and then we come to find out Lady E is the one who put the hit out on his life now I don't know if this we already knew this I'm maybe I'm forgetting um maybe back because I thought it was the ASA that put the hit out on his life I, I could have sworn it was them <laughs> but I know she used to work for them so I guess maybe it was through her but um they call a truce because he gouges out the eye of one of her twins and I'm like 
I mean, we knew Gamby was about that life, <laughs> but dang, like, <laughs> like, like we knew Gamby was, you know, wow. <laughs> so, um, so then she says, I'm bringing a peace offering. We're calling a truce. <laughs> and she gives him the suitcase that she got from Lala, which was from Tobias. So Gamby opens that suitcase, him and TC, and they find out that they find out who Grave Digger is, how he became who he was. It's very sad because there's there's some truth in the the uh the Grave Digger story. There's some truth from the history of our country, from the history of the US. Um a lot of people do are not aware of the different um experiments that the US government has done on black people, have done on different people in our country. Um if you don't know, if you're not aware, go do some research. Yes, the U.S. government has done uh, various unsavory things and experimenting on black African-Americans and also people of other groups um, to, you know, test things. And so that aspect of it was not was not fictional. The idea of metahumans, we're hoping that's fictional. <laughs> you know, this super soldier thing, this Captain America, you know, I don't know, uh, but... Um, this, you know, the, the, the falcon wings, <laughs> we don't know this type of technology, but um, this idea that Gravedigger was experimented on, that he was experiencing racism, like many black men did, um, who were forced, you know, drafted into the army to then be uh, fighting for a country that was discriminating against them, not only at home, but while they were there. And um, they experimented on... on, on um, the character that Wayne, I, I don't remember the real name that they gave for him. Wait, Tyson something? Hold on. Tyson something. And Jones, something like that. And they make him into the, they, uh, the, when they're experimenting on him, they, uh, activated his dormant metagene. So he's the first metahuman, recorded metahuman in history. And apparently they're saying the U.S. government has been trying to replicate that serum that they gave him ever since. And that's why now they um, have taken these, the metas through the ASA to create multiple super soldiers to turn them into weapons. And um, Gravedigger was able to escape and go to Markovia. And he, you know, he's, he's angry against the U.S. for how he was treated. The, um, the gene has kept him young, similar again to that idea of Captain America, um, keeping, except without the, the cryogenic thing, which is even cooler actually <laughs> so I mean um and this is DC so so I'm let me talk about what happened with Khalil Khalil the painkiller gets past the firewall now we see this of course visual representation of what's going on in Khalil's mind but to me I'm like okay if this is a, a, a chip okay from a computer program how does a computer program break through a firewall? I am not in the sciences, so I don't know. I, I know someone who is, so I might ask them <laughs> because I, di I didn't fully understand that from the standpoint of this being a computer program and a, or a chip. Um, how was he able to break through? But then Khalil fought it back, which I thought was interesting. And I said, okay, so is Khalil fighting the program? He was able to fight it back and get um, Painkiller back behind the firewall. So, which showed that he has a strong will not to let um, Painkiller control him. However, in the process, he knocks out Brandon. He knocks out TC. We don't know if TC and Brandon are okay because we know that Painkiller is that. He kills. And so, I hope they're okay. They've become important parts of the cast now. So, um, and I'm looking forward to watching them develop. And I was... Um, 
before kill uh before Khalil became, you know before painkiller took over and I saw all of the teenagers well technically uh Jordan Calloway ain't no teenager he's in his 20s <laughs> he's older than everybody in the room but um I was like yo are we seeing like a new superhero team <laughs> you know are we gonna you know get brand we're gonna get Brandon's superhero name TC Willie TC like are they all gonna be a team and then painkiller came out and I was like nope so <laughs> um he's choking Jennifer and it was really disturbing to see for several reasons um and so then we see um once we were watching Khalil fighting back painkiller and it was really sad and but he was able to get him back behind the firewall and then he realized what he did and he's lucky Jennifer didn't smoke him like you know he lets go of Jen and she looks at him and she she like she's about to fight back and she she held herself and I was really um I thought she was gonna smoke him and she didn't and I was really shocked she had to save herself. And it's crazy because she healed herself. You know, painkiller's poison couldn't kill Jennifer. And that shows how powerful Jennifer is because he almost killed Anissa. So um, he couldn't touch Black Lightning, but he, it shows how powerful Jennifer is. She's like the most powerful metahuman right now. She's more powerful than her father. She, she was able to heal herself. And so then we see Khalil come and speak to her and, um... Of course, Jennifer is mad, but I thought it was so interesting. She wasn't sad. She wasn't forlorn. She wasn't depressed. She was just like, look, I can't be with you. You want to kill me and my family. Steph. <laughs> you know, she was real, like, cold to the point and mad. And I was surprised. I thought that she would be really sad and, like, crying and, like, I love you. You know, I wrote. Like, I thought she would be more like, you, you, you no good. You know, <laughs> but she was just like, I can't be with you. Bye. <laughs> I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, and I don't know if she was doing that to, like, not show him that she was hurting or if she was just mad because Manissa was right. So she was just, like, pissed off over that and just angry because of everything she went through and just, like, I cannot believe this. Just angry because she's losing him again and her sister was right and now she's alone and, you know, not alone but just mad. But Khalil was clearly heartbroken and... and I just, I feel bad for him because he told her this. <laughs> he said, I can't be with you. We can't be together. I'm dangerous. And it's so funny that he didn't throw that in her face. He didn't say, remember when I told you <laughs> that I'm dangerous, that painkiller is still in me? Remember when I said we can't be together? Do you remember that? Like, he told her this. And so at the same time, I feel like he could have been like, really, Jen? But... You know, he didn't. And he even asked her, I need somebody to support me to see me for who I am. And she was like, nah, son, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, I, I just, I hate the show for this because they're putting us through this again with them. And I'm like, what was the purpose of bringing Khalil back? Why? <laughs> to have this happen again? Like, what was the point? So... And I guess this is what Jordan Calloway was saying. He did an interview at the beginning of this season and someone asked him, some um, media outlet asked him, is, is Khalil ever going to come back? And he said no. And so that's why I was like, wow. And I, you know, he couldn't reveal that he would, but technically painkiller is not going away. So I guess that's what he meant. It was really sad to see Khalil go again. I, I'm wondering if he is gone for good now or if, because when she said, see you around, which I was like, why did you say that? And then he was like, you won't. So is he really leaving Freeland? And then if he's leaving Freeland, 
what was the point of bringing him back? Maybe it was just to um, get that closure for Jen, but now she's still in pain. It's not over because this is how the relationship ended, and it's just, it's it's so sad. I feel bad for Jen, and I feel bad for Khalil, and I wanted them to bring back Perina to help him, and maybe maybe he'll stay in contact with Gamby, and we, they will bring, bring back Perina, and she'll help to destroy um maybe destroy painkiller i don't know so we'll see excuse me so now and i don't know if it's the same serum that they use on tobias it might be because dr jace is the one who developed it right how old is she too she i guess has taken it as well uh, but she doesn't have any powers but anyways um i'm not sure if she's taking it as well but she's old too so you know she looks like the lady <laughs> dr jace kind of looks like the lady from um uh Wonder Woman, who was like with the Nazis, who was one of the, who had that mask, kind of, I don't know, kind of looks like her, reminds me of her, but anyways, um, so yeah, that, that, there was some truth in there, along with the fiction, and I don't know, what are they going to do with this information now? Now Markovia is ascending on Freeland, they're probably bringing Gravedigger with them, um, so, we, we see the, uh, we see the last scene of a doctor in Markovia giving Gravedigger that, um, I don't know what it was called, that Lynn developed that allowed her to have powers temporarily of whoever she interacted with, I think. And so now he not only has his powers, but he has others' powers. And so we're going to see. I, I knew he wasn't dead. Like, I, I was like, they were not going to bring this type of character. And they weren't, and they'd never do that. Like, when was the last time they ever had one person on one episode? They've never done that. <laughs> so, on this series. So, I was like, they ain't bring a character like this for nothing. Wayne Brady is about to, <laughs> he's, he's about to slay our lives with this role. I don't think we've ever seen him like this. And he's doing a great job. Wayne Brady's, like, going through a transition. He's been... Um, side note, he's been doing that uh, game show host thing for a while, but now he apparently won The Masked Singer. He's reminding us, hey, I can sing. Don't forget, I can sing and dance. He has a new song out. Y'all go check it out. His name Flirting With Forever. It is very good. And now he's showing us, hey, I can do serious acting. I mean, he's been doing it for years. The Achilles and him, he was on Girlfriends. Anybody who's a real fan of the show knows he was on Girlfriends at one point. But this is really serious, and he sh he's going to show, hey, Hollywood, hey, I can do some dramatic stuff, and it's pretty good. So um, I'm excited. I mean, the kills have brought so many different black actors that we're all familiar with, seeing them in roles we haven't seen them in before, and it's been really cool. So it's it's great to see Wayne Brady in this because he's so talented. Um, I mean, it's great, but it's not. Gravedigger is the next. It, it seems like now Odell is not as scary anymore, and now Gravedigger is the next, the, the next villain. So... Um, yeah, and it's, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Khalil if if this is the last time we're seeing him. Um, maybe, maybe that's it. But at the same time, I feel like every, every season, Khalil's been a different person. You know, he has been recreated as a person in every scene. He's been through so much. That's why I was surprised that Jen kind of cut him off so easily. I was like, who made this decision and why did they direct her to be angry? Um, after everything she's been through with him, she's she's gone through so much with Khalil. They've been through so much together. How is it that she immediately... I mean, he did almost kill her. So I guess that's... But I would think she would be in pain. I would think she would be in anguish over the fact that he... Like, I would think there would be sadness. And there was just anger and frustration. I really was like, why is she not sad? But anyways, um, 
anyways, so this is a good episode. Um, we're getting close. Uh, I think there's two more episodes in the season, but um, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Gravedigger and whether we are going to see Khalil, if they're going to bring back Perina. I mean, I, I really hope they do. Perina could probably help him maybe again destroy Painkiller. It's possible. And I, I just hope, why have him bring up Perina and they're not going to bring her back to help Khalil? So uh, we will see. Again, this was a, a good episode. Um, so thank you for listening. It took me a while to... <laughs> get back with uh the black lightning reviews or just start the black lightning reviews i love this show i think it's great i i, I can't wait for more um shows and films with black superheroes I, um so we will see i mean i've heard about the static shock movie we will see what goes down with that um <laughs> and even possibly that marvel now that they technically own the rights to x-men again how they're going to start introducing the x-men if we're going to see them introduce storm into the mcu through black panther 2 which would be great um and you know finally recasting storm properly <laughs> no holly berry no um don't know the other girl's name <laughs> don't need to know no zoe kravitz um someone who actually looks like the character throughout the comics uh, so in the shows um it, it'll be interesting it'll be interesting um and I, I don't know that they'll take let me not get into that so thank you for listening <laughs> that's for another episode um this is the mac reviews podcast again you can listen to the podcast on itunes anchor spotify and several other podcast platforms if you're listening on youtube please like comment and subscribe i appreciate it you can also follow me at ss13victory on twitter i sometimes live tweet <laughs> i haven't done so in a while i'm gonna try to do it tomorrow night for love life after lockup which oh yes um i'm gonna do a review of life after lockup from last week's episode and tomorrow i'll do a review as well that show mm, i yeah, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. So thanks for listening, guys. Bye.